Speeding and the sound is speeding. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week with Drew, the Monday edition for Monday, October 11th, 12th on 2021. On today's episode, we got a uh, How Was My Weekend? I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. And we're also going to do a little bit of big news shit. And you gotta know, I got the rhythm and the rhyme and the flow. Big Drew on the hop and the hippity hop won't stop till he get to the top. But it's probably not gonna happen for him. Cause he's lazy and he's custy and he's so handsome. Oh shit. Hi, welcome to another episode of This Week of Drew. The Monday, 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 Monday edition for Monday, October 12th. Hi, hi, how are you? I hope you had a nice Thanksgiving weekend and you were able to enjoy all the fall leaves and the colors changing and 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 a pumpkin and some turkey and and you were able to give thanks for just being alive and being here so let's start off the show with a little bit of a how was my motherfucking weekend Oh, geez, I fucked that one up. <laughs> How was my weekend? I hope you had a good weekend. Uh, it was Thanksgiving weekend, so it's Tuesday today. I'm doing the podcast on Tuesday because I decided to take Monday, you know, just to chill out and, uh, you know, to give thanks for just being a human, being an alive human in a safe place where I can drink clean water and sleep in a nice warm bed and eat uh, whatever kind of food I want and avocados in January and and yeah, and just kind of have uh, give thanks for uh, praise be to capitalism for all that you provide for me and, <laughs> you know, the North American advantage, bro. So nice to be uh, nice to just get a little bit of family time in. I uh, it was Thanksgiving weekend, so I hope you got out and you and you got to meet up with some family or some friends if you had a Friendsgiving or whatever. I was fortunate enough to get a little bit of Thanksgiving going. I have uh, I've been working on the weekends. You know, I'm a student. So I've got my part-time weekend job, and I'm also doing stand-up and in a band on top of that. So pretty much all my every hour of the day is filled, <laughs> whether it's between school or work or music or comedy or podcasting um, every day. Luckily, I think I got fired from my acting agency. I'm pretty sure. I haven't heard from them in months. <laughs> so... Ooh, who knows what happened there? Uh, I think I just bombed too many auditions for five years, and I don't even know if I bombed them. I mean, I guess I did. I never booked anything, but, you know, I was always a good actor. That's the one thing I thought I was the best at was acting, and it turns out I'm not. <laughs> but I was so good at it in high school. I feel like I was a better actor. I don't know how you get worse at something that you've been doing your whole life, but I guess that's just what happened. I kind of fell out of practice, and then you do stand-up for so long, and it becomes... Your focus becomes like it's like as an actor, your focus is for me, it was so external on how I can, you know, relate to a, a character that I am not. And how, how do I become someone else? And stand up is all about looking inside and how can you become the most true version of yourself? And once you kind of like get to that space, it's like it's not like it's hard to go back to acting. But for me, it's like, you know, I have to be able to figure out how to access that place of authenticity in a fake person rather than authenticity within myself. And that's hard. So yeah, anyways, I think my agency dropped me. <laughs> but I don't know. If you're listening right now, Tova, I would love an audition. <laughs> so this weekend was good. It was busy. I was working. And then Saturday night, I got to actually go out to Georgetown, Courtney's parents and have turkey and, you know, and hang out with the family. And that was nice. And then Sunday came back and just fucking chilled out and did like, you know, the uh, whatever. Oh, we went to a pumpkin patch, actually. 
Courtney and I went to a pumpkin patch because uh, uh, we wanted to get some pretty little pumpkins. I was always opposed to having like just decorative pumpkins because I'm like, that's like kind of a waste of like resources and just to have like little fucking decorative pumpkins, little tiny ones that just get thrown out after, you know what I mean? Anyways, but I was like, whatever, man, fuck it. Just get on it. <laughs> Stop being such a miserable fucking cunt to just buy some pumpkins, man. It's October. So we went to a pumpkin patch and we got some little warty ones. Pumpkins are fucked up now, actually, yo. It's pumpkins? <laughs> pumpkins are fucking crazy. Have you? They're all, they got like warts on them now and like weird. They're all long and like a bunch of weird colors. And like, like they still got regular ass pumpkins, but like they got a lot of weird little weird looking pumpkins. I don't know if you guys seen those. I don't know if you've seen those. <laughs> you seen those weird little pumpkins? What the fuck? And it's just like, maybe it's like marketing. It's like, no, these pumpkins, they're just for decoration. You just put them up. So we got the little pumpkins. And now we're in the pumpkin patch because this place also sells big ass pumpkins, right? So we're like, oh, let's go to the pumpkin patch to try to pick a pumpkin from the pumpkin patch. There's there's some plosives coming on my SM7B. And we get into the pumpkin patch. And it's all, you can see it's like all the like, you know, it, it's like a, looks like a pumpkin patch with the vines and shit like that. But the pumpkins are just disconnected like they're just they're just like pumpkins like laying there they're not like actually growing out of the ground and you don't get like you know like a some like a scissors or whatever the fuck some shears some big old fucking garden shears to shear get your pumpkin out of the patch they're just like laying there like oh it's like fish in a barrel like this isn't this is just you guys just threw some loose pumpkins around on the grass <laughs> which is like that's so awesome what a scam that is the pumpkin patch yeah come and see my pumpkin patch i just bought 500 pumpkins and just put them in a dump truck and just backed it, that bitch up i <laughs> just let them all loose there's a bunch of loose pumpkins i felt so ripped off i wanted to pick my pumpkin from the pumpkin patch like linus you know what's that fucking pumpkin uh Linus pumpkin what's that guys is it the great pumpkin the great pumpkin yeah every year Linus sits in a pumpkin patch what's the fucking story on Halloween night waiting for the great pumpkin to appear invariably the great pumpkin fails to turn up but a humiliated yet undefeated Linus stubbornly vows to wait for him again the following Halloween so that's nice so Linus is like a He's a he's he's got the faith, man. He's keeping the faith. He's a believer. Now, what is this about? Is it about Jesus? No. Okay. That's all right. Good for Oh, and now here's what he said. The three things I've learned never to discuss with people. Religion, politics, and the great pumpkin. So it is about Jesus, but he doesn't want you to know. It's about faith and have faith in Jesus. And he works in mysterious ways. And although you may not ever greet... The great pumpkin, he does indeed have a thing about you and he loves you. <laughs> the great pumpkin loves you. Okay, so the pumpkin patch was like kind of like anticlimactic, but I was like, whatever. <laughs> this is a good hustle. Like you guys got a good, I was down for the, for that economic hustle that they got there. And uh, yeah, and then so, okay. So then I had a show on, on Sunday night or Monday, a Sunday night. Uh, at this place, Bar Cathedral. Thank you to Nick and Mac and Anthony, our Patreons, for coming out. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Hope you enjoy the fucking King Tut's cannabis gifts that I hooked up. 
And thank you, Mac, for the cool art that you made out of the stickers that I gave you. It looks like paintball gunshots, which is fucking dope. I love fan art. Thank you for that. Also, okay, so the show, um, the kid who books it, young kid, good, good intentioned kid, you know, good young comic. He's got the, you know, a couple years in, he's, you know, but he's, he's got a good head on his shoulders and, you know, one of the kids that's like, oh yeah, you could see this kid, you know, maybe like if he, if he stuck around, he could maybe do something. So, but the thing is, is when you're in the, in the open mic scene, you only ever see all the other open micers, right? And guys like me are inaccessible because I don't fucking go to open mics, bro. Like, you know, so, and Braden, uh, who I work at cowbell with, um, is kind of like an intermediary where he has access to like all the fucking TV credit people. And then he also fucks around with like the open micers and, and he gives out more stage time than anybody. So they fucking, you know, they reach out to him. So Braden got me the headlining spot and Braden's on the show and, uh, and it's just, <laughs> to be honest, it was a fucking nightmare. <laughs> I'm at the point right now where I'm okay to talk about this, but the show was fucking brutal and it's no, it wasn't really anybody's fault because I, the audience was good. It was a good, it wasn't the audience's fault and it wasn't any comics on the show's fault. It's just the fact of it, there is just, um, there's a certain level of professionalism that's required in an in a ticketed environment such as that sold out, right? Nice big stage. Nice. Adam is on my buddy. Adam is on sound and lights. They got a bunch of fucking 40 grand worth of fucking video and lighting and equipment and all that shit. So, um, you know, there's a level of professionalism that's required right off the top by the MC. And uh, my buddy Brandon was the MC, and and you know this guy's a funny dude. No disrespect to him, he's a good comic, but I could tell that he's relatively new to MCing shows, because I've said this a fucking million times, and this almost made me want to run my MC workshop again. There's a literal three-step formula that you have to follow when you start a comedy show, and if that follow, if that three-step formula is not followed, or if or if you know, there's probably five things you have to do, and if you can do three out of those five things within the first couple minutes of a comedy show you're going to have a fucking good comedy show but if those things aren't done any three of those five necessary things then you're not going to have a good comedy show or it's going to be tough for the MC and therefore tough for the comics because the audience right now does not trust the show they don't have faith in the uh, since they don't have the, the first person they meet is the MC they don't have faith in that person. Therefore, right now, that's the entire show. They don't have faith in the entire show. And then it becomes on the onus of the next stand-up comedian to essentially gain the trust of the audience and win them back. And then say, hey, you know, uh, you know, this is a you did pay money to be here for a reason, right? So just as a refresher, if there's any comics listening to this, step number one, hi, thank you so much for being here. We've got a great show lined up for you tonight. Introduce the show. This is the beginning of a thing. You're here to host. You're introducing the show. Just like on the beginning of to the Tonight Show, just like the beginning of Saturday Night Live, just like the beginning of Letterman, just like any fucking show, they have a voiceover person during the intro going, touch Saturday Night Live with your host, and musical guest Eminem featuring, you know, fucking whoever's on SNL right now, right? This is this is why that happens before the fucking show even starts. Obviously, after the cold open, you can, do, but stand up does not require. Stand up is the opposite. As an MC, cold open is not what you need. So, there, so you have to do that. Step number one. Hi, thank you so much for coming down to the show. We've got a great show lined up for you tonight. 
Step number two, who the fuck is on the show? We've got some of Toronto's finest young stand-up comedians for you. They're all young, hard-working comics, and you guys are going to love them. And we're still introing the show, so I guess this would still be step number one. We're introing the show, and we have a great headliner for you. This guy's done just for laughs. He's a favorite at the Montreal, blah, blah, blah. Please make it up for your headliner, Joe fucking Sixpack, right? And then... Boom, you instantly get an applause off the audience. So now they know they have a role to participate in here. You guys, this is an active listening experience and you're going to be called upon to perform certain actions like clapping, like hollering and hooting for the next person and laughing at jokes. But right now we're just establishing before that they have to laugh at jokes. We just established that they have to do something. Right, So they have to learn how to do something like clapping before they can learn how to laugh at jokes. So that's step number one. Step number two, you've introduced the show. Introduce yourself. Who the fuck are you? You're the MC. We've got a great show here lined up for you tonight. Who are you? Now, this is when you have the opportunity to get a little bit of variance here. And you can say, I'm. thank you so much for being here. That's our great show. And I'm Drew. I'm going to be your host for tonight's show. And now here... Uh, notice how no material has, I have not even started talking about jokes, not even talking about material yet. This is an opportunity for you to maybe do a small joke. I recommend against it. You don't necessarily, I don't think that you have to immediately start telling jokes as the MC right now. We're still establishing the show. I'm talking, this is, we're 30, 25 seconds into the show, maybe 20 at most, right? 25 seconds. So, You have the opportunity to do a joke here. I highly recommend that you don't. But if you have a short, quick joke, that's one or two lines. That's about you. And no, not I know I look like X fucked X or I'm half Irish and half Swedish. So I drink out of a walrus tusk or whatever the fuck. Not a joke like that, but something original that is a one or two joke line in reference to yourself. Then you can do that. I recommend against it. Step number three. Okay, so here's the show. Here's who I am. Who the fuck are you? This is a conversation that the people are having, right, with the audience. We need to know. This is like meeting a per- The audience has just met you. You've introduced. This is my house. Here's who's at my guest. How- and now, who are you? Now, you can do a little bit of crowd work. And this is not, fuck you, buddy. Oh, look at this guy. Because there's. this is when comedians fuck up. A lot of times, MCs will go up and do crowd work immediately. Like, go up on stage and be like, hey, woo, look at this fucking guy. How tall are you, buddy? And it's like one nine, one second into the show, this guy's like, oh, what? I'm sorry. What? I have to, how tall? Oh, well, am I supposed to be funny here? What's the thing? Am I supposed to, uh, oh, uh, right? Now you can say, okay, how are you guys? What do you go? And whatever observation you've made about the room, now here's a good time to throw that joke in. I've always wanted, classic Dambrell, I've always wanted to do stand up in a fucking XYZ. You know, this is great. What about the room? Is there something weird about the roof? Is there something fucked up about the lights? Is there something fucked up? Anything that you can, anything that you can see and that the audience can also register as something that is, is, is unique to the room or something just tangibly that you can make a joke about. One time I did a stand-up comedy show for a hunting and wildlife fucking thing and they had a bunch of heads of mooses and shit behind me, like 40 fucking mounted dead animals. And it's like, well, how am I not, uh, you know what I mean? It's like perfect. Great. That's as a comedian, it's like you see that and you're like, well, there's 10 minutes right there, (laughs) you know? So 
So then step number three, now you start asking the audience, oh, if you see a couple, how long have you guys been together? Get a short little audience interaction. Be polite. Don't be rude. Don't be mean to these people. They fucking paid money to come here and see you. You know, don't instigate. Don't fucking do that. And now if you get one or two different audience reactions, now, only now can we start going into material. We've established a clear parameter of the show. You have something to do here. You're participating in the show. This is who I am. We have a fucking great show. There's legitimacy behind this show because of the credits that I've listed from the headliner. Also, um, we know who you are. You're, you're comfortable with, with, with talking back, but maybe not, not necessarily, you know, we've established a precedent here, you know, for, for audience interactions, no, no yelling out. But if I talk to you, then great. Now you can start your set. That's great. And again, let's open with a joke about yourself, something relatable, something like that. Right. But you've already should have had a couple laughs just off your observations about the room and your audience interactions. Now, once you're at step three, now you can fucking just do whatever the fuck you want. Okay. Do your set, whatever. We got a great show lined up for you. Also, I do find the order of those three steps to be crucial. Um, if you, if you mix them up, it kind of doesn't flow as well, man, because it needs to be me. It needs to be high. Th this is the thing. This is who I am. This is who you are. Because if you go up and you go, this is who you are, this is who I am, and this is what we're doing, well, you're casting judgment on the audience. Also, if you go, this is who I am, this is what we're doing, and this is who you are, I mean, you can go about that, but you're still making the show about yourself as an MC, and the show isn't about yourself. It's about the show. And that should be the first thing that at the main focus point, what do you, what is the most important thing happening right here? Is it you? No, it's the fucking show. It's your job as an MC. So at the show on Sunday night, uh, you know, not a lot on that spice list was hit, right? We had a couple misses there. There was uh, this is who I am material. And especially if it's material that might be, you know, not necessarily, the tightest of shit, maybe more based on characters or based on phrasings and verbalizations, you know, then it's even a little bit harder to go from this is who I am. Boom. Uh, so that's what happened. And the, and the audience was uncomfortable and the lineup was filled with, like I said before, guys who this kid knows who are open micers as well. And there's a certain level of professionalism that's expected. And it wasn't achieved until we hit about Braden. Um, and then there were a couple other guys, Ethan on the show who, who kind of brought it back around, but there was a one kid who just fucking, you know, um, starts doing Israel Palestine jokes that aren't funny. And, you know, if you're going to go up there and you're going to, you're going to say, look at me, bench press 500 pounds, then you better be able to fucking bench press 500 pounds. You, uh, to go up there and struggle to bench press 500 pounds is not exciting or fun for anybody to watch. So there you go. <laughs> so then I had to go up and then I fucking, you know, Ethan went up and got him back. And then I went up and I had to address the show, you know, like this is a hi. I all, and the, my first line was, hi, I'm Drew. I also wish I did something else with my evening. And what, what do you think happened? Do you think they got mad at me for trashing the comics that they love before that? Or did they, or were they happy that I addressed this giant elephant in the room that holy fuck, this has been a fucking nightmare. <laughs> and I go, it's okay. Don't worry. You're with me now. D Daddy, shh, daddy's got you. <laughs> and then you take him on a fucking ride, man. And that's what it is. And I'm not going to go inside ball into my own formula because that's a little bit too much. But, uh, you know, 
You get the gist. So there you go. Comedy fucking 101. Share this podcast with any comedians that you know. Or anybody who's interested in just like being a public speaker. Promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our Patreons. Would you like to get a shout out on the show like this and have access to bonus content like interview podcasts and every set that I've ever done? Well, you could be a Patreon just like these fine folks. Anthony, Blair, Kunal, Joel, Nick and Mac, Bubba, Marnus, Bryce, Taryn, and in the motherfucking Hall of Fame, call that an Andre Sadie name. Go to patreon.com slash Drew and sign up. It's only five bucks. Five bucks a month. Also, uh, our promotional consideration for this week with Drew is provided by our sponsor, KingTutsCannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew, D-R-E-W, for 15%, fuck, 10% off your order. But here's what I was going to say. If it's your first time, if you've been hesitant, and this is your first time ever ordering with King Tut's Cannabis, they will give you an extra 15% off because it's your first time being a custy. Stack my promo code off. Add it up. 25 motherfucking percent. A quarter off your quarter. Two eights off your eights. Go to kingtutscannabis.com. Use the promo code Drew. Kingtutscannabis.com. Smoke like an Egyptian. Okay, and that's the show, uh, Monday show. Now we're going to bring in a little dad rock. Uh, you don't have to listen, but I kind of like this backing track, though. It sounds like pretty fucking mega deathy. So, all right, thank you. We'll see you guys on Thursday. Oh, yeah, this one is going to be good. Oh, yeah. Ha <laughs> ha.
That kind of sucks. Again, whatever. We'll get it back. Bye.